Hello, and welcome to the Connect podcast, weekly podcast for the California MBA, featuring one-on-one -on -one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you could join us today. Before we get to today's guest, I'd like to thank our Connect podcast sponsor, Incelerate. Thanks, Susan, and thanks for listening. This is Josh Wren, CEO and founder of Incelerate. We're grateful for our partnership with the CMBA and are committed as a company to help lenders close more loans. We do this with our customer experience platform that has a CRM, lead management, marketing, automation, robust content library, desktop and mobile applications. We do this to help you engage and stay connected to your current borrowers, referral partners, past borrowers, and potential new ones. If you want to find out why we're the fastest growing CRM provider in the mortgage industry, please reach out to us and ask for a demo. Thank you, Josh. And uh, that brings me to today's guest. I'm very happy, happy to welcome Jason Kaye from FHFA to Connect. Welcome. Great. Well, thanks, Susan. Thanks for uh, for having me. It was great meeting you in uh, in Nashville and uh, and getting to know a little bit more about your organization. So thanks for the invite. Yeah, thank you. That was great. What a great convention. I am. Uh, I think Nashville was a, a great city to hold the convention in, and it was uh, great to get to meet you and your team while we were there. Hope that you had a a good uh, time, kind of interacting with some of your uh, your your industry there. Uh, looked like you were really busy. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> So uh, I always, Jason, I always like to get started and um, find out how people kind of got into the industry. And, and um, certainly you've had a long industry uh, with, um, you know, the regulatory side of the uh, of the mortgage industry. So I'd love to hear about um, your career path. Sure. Well, great. Well, uh, yes, I've been uh, I've been in Washington now probably over 20 years, uh, 30 years as a regulator, spent most of it at FDIC. Uh been over at FHFA for just over two years now. And, uh, you know, had a, some familiarity with the GSEs uh, and, and the business models, but it's been uh, a lot of new and interesting uh, things that I've, I've learned over the past two years, much more, uh, what I'd say, mortgage-centric. So, uh, uh, but being able to, you know, apply a lot of what I learned uh, from the FDIC uh, over here, I think, has been uh, it's it's been very uh, helpful. Yeah, yeah, long time uh, kind of focusing, I guess, just on one segment of of you know of the lending industry, right? Because you've gone from kind of FDIC with everything to just kind of only focused on in the mortgage industry. So yeah, yeah, and and clearly have learned that the uh, the, the mortgage business is uh, is complicated. Yeah, uh, uh, very important uh, home ownership. Uh, clearly, uh, uh, something that is key, uh, but the uh, the process is uh, is very involved and uh, and and somewhat complex, and uh, and seems like a good area for our new fintech office to to spend some time seeing where the technology can be used better to, to, to create greater efficiencies. So, yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, that is just, you know, the use of technology, I think, is just uh, number one priority for um, like all of my members and lenders that I speak with them. And, you know, you have recently assumed this role of head of fintech strategy at FHFA. So can you share with us kind of what your primary goals will be for this role in 2023? Sure, sure. So, Primary roles uh, and and just uh, 
you know, before we set up the office in July, uh, I spent a fair amount of time with other agencies, uh, the SEC, FDIC, OCC, some of the, uh, the other regulatory agencies that have similar fintech innovation offices to really find out why did they set it up and, and has it been, you know, has it added value? And, uh, and I think uh, to a person, uh, each of the, uh, the agencies said it really has provided value. It's provided key policymakers with better insight as to how technology is shaping uh, the landscape for the entities of which they regulate. Um, and uh, both creating opportunities and challenges and, uh, and that having that ability to go deeper on the tech has helped make better informed policy. And so Director Thompson said, you know, that's something that uh, I think we could uh, benefit from as well. Uh, so let's set it up. Let's focus on a few um, concrete areas, start off uh, with uh, something nice and easy, like the mortgage process. Just kidding. <laughs> but but right. figured it you know, see if there's anything. So we, uh, you know, we started uh, doing our homework and I found first that, well, there's a lot of uh, mortgage tech companies already out there. You know, we did looked at a few papers and there was hundreds of, of people that, uh, that were uh, involved in making the process more efficient. So first thought was, gee, there might not be much for us to do. And then we started the engagement with uh, stakeholders and doing some more research and looking at how long it takes to close a mortgage and what the, uh, the cost, how much it costs. And looking at those numbers, seeing like 45 days, you know, that hasn't changed much, you know, a little bit up and down, but over seven to 10 years, seeing that that number not changing much and that costs going up a lot seemed to indicate that perhaps there is more that can be done. Uh, to make things more efficient and uh, and perhaps uh, uh, tech uh, is a uh, is a is a solution here in some of these areas. So right, and I know when um, you and I and your team uh, met in uh, at the MBA convention, I was sharing with you our mortgageinnovators.com website that has a wide variety of technology solutions there too. And I know that your team was kind of taking a look at that to kind of get an idea of what companies are, you know, providing what services in different categories uh, in the industry. So glad that you can use that as a resource as well. Yeah. One of the things that I think lenders still talk with me about, I'd love to get your opinion is kind of the adoption of technology. So what factors do you think are impacting or streamlining the adoption of uh, technology with lenders? Yeah, so I think you know you're 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 right. The adoption is seems like that's perhaps one of the biggest challenges. You know how to get a seamless adoption uh, throughout the organizations. You know, in talking to people at uh, Nashville and other conferences that. Uh, you know, it's more than just buying a software off the shelf and then saying, okay, now we've got it figured out. And so, you know, how some of the different uh, vendor softwares even interact with each other. You know, there's so many things that, uh, that might seem very easy at first glance. And then when you talk to the practitioners, the lenders or the people that are really having to deal with it, you find out it's not that simple. And so, um, you know, how can we, how can we make it simpler? How can we, you know, where are there the barriers? 
research? You know, where are there areas where the enterprises, which are doing some phenomenal work on automated underwriting and the like, you know, are those things connecting up across the board at lenders of all sizes? Or is there disconnects? Or it's like, yeah, that seems like a great tool, but we're really not exactly sure how we could, uh, you know, best capitalize on it. And so, you know, to have those discussions to make sure that everybody is sort of speaking in the same language, so to speak, to find out if there's ways to to apply some of these tools like uh, you know, day one certainty and aim, you know, some of these programs the enterprises offer seem like they would make a, mu uh, a much more streamlined mortgage process. But when you look at the top line numbers, it doesn't look like that's, that's happening um, in a meaningful way. So like one of the first things we want to focus on is something like, like that, like, why is that the case? Uh, so we're going to spend some time with the enterprises uh, do some tech sprints and maybe really focus on some of this direct uh, data validation work in the beginning to sort of see, you know, how is that working, you know, and and uh, and and where is it, uh, where can it be improved or streamlined to make to make it more uh, usable and effective. So, you know, so we want to really kind of drill into those things. Um, you know, this is not going to be like a, a crypto shop. You know, there's a lot of other regulators in town that. That are dealing with that, and uh, there's a lot of fun issues there. We're really going to focus on the the technology and the services that uh, that I think are really uh, valuable in the uh, in the mortgage space. We're going to start with that. I think there's a lot there's a lot that we're going to learn there. So many expectations of consumers, right, to use technology for any sort of purchase. I mean, and just of yeah. course escalated through um, our global pandemic. But um, I look at, you know, our our adult children and they 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 don't go Black Friday shopping, right? right. They everything right. they get is uh, you know on their phone or their top, they'll do Cyber Monday or whatever. But it's like they everybody wants technology. And so the mortgage industry has definitely made huge strides towards um, you know, being that um you know, being that segment of the of the economy that also provides a lot of technology solutions. Yeah, yeah. What role do you feel fintechs uh, play in assisting with the modernization of this industry? Yeah, so that's a that's a good question. It's one of the things that uh, we are looking at. We want to study and understand better. Uh, you know, it definitely. Uh, feels as if that disruptor model is something that they, uh, that they play and, uh, and can play uh, successfully to at least uh, get some interesting ideas on the table. Uh, but also what's important in, in this business, especially with the GSEs, is you know, how to do these things uh, at scale. You know, so I mean, there's a lot of great ideas um, but how do we, how can we take those that, uh, that really have, um, you know, some promise and scale it up to some of the large, uh, large portfolios that we're dealing with at the GSEs. So, um, yeah, but, but there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good ideas and just in, in, in meeting with several of, uh, fintechs and startups and, and, uh, and vendors, you know, there's clearly people that have been working in the, in the industry for a while. Uh, that have said, why not this? Or, you know, geez, why, why, why can't we make this process more seamless like it is in other businesses? And so, you know, I think that that's positive. Right. 
Right. Yeah. And so many new, uh, new companies. There was a lot of new companies at yeah. the MBA convention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to be yeah. uh, probably welcoming them to our big mortgage innovators conference in June. Of course, I'm excited to be welcoming you uh, yeah. to our mortgage innovators conference next June uh, to uh, participate in our VIP mortgage innovation roundtable at the conference. So can you share with us why you feel it's important to participate in that VIP mortgage innovators uh, roundtable at the event? Sure, sure. Well, first, you know, it was uh, as we were doing some early work and really trying to see, you know, where are some of the venues uh, that we could really uh, make an impact? In other words, connect with uh, with with key um, participants and uh, and get our message out there and also get to talk with people. And your event definitely, you know, jumped out at me as a, as a place that we needed to get to. Um, and also just your podcast, which, uh, you know, I've been spending a lot of time listening to many of your, uh, your guests because, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, of good industry mortgage and mortgage technology. Uh, so I, I spent a lot of time on my, on my, my morning jogs, listening to your, uh, listening to your guests and, uh, and it's been very helpful. So you definitely, the, uh, the California MBA clearly is a spot that uh, we wanted to target as a, as a place to, uh, to, to really begin, you know, what will hopefully be a long-term uh, engagement. So thanks again for having us. Of course, yeah. And we, uh, we're ready to support uh, your efforts in any way that we can. I think that through our, you know, mortgageinnovators.com, we've got a lot of resources for you. Um, and again, look forward to kind of putting our roundtable together for the big event next June. So Jason, thank you so much for joining us on Connect today. It's been great. Susan, thank you very much and looking forward to coming out to Anaheim. Okay. All right. Happiest place on earth. Come on. We're all, we're all excited. We can go to Disneyland afterwards. Yeah. And thanks, all, thanks to all of you for joining us on today's uh, podcast episode. To access any of our Connect episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect. <laughs>